Welcome to another episode of That Vacation Co. I'm Caleb, along with my wife, Chanel. And today we're doing another That Disney Hustle episode. Uh, So far, we've been doing them like every other episode. So I hope you're getting kind of a taste of the things that we love, both uh, just general travel and then as well the Disney Parks travel. Uh, And today we've got, I think, a pretty cool and timely episode. We're going to be talking about holidays at the parks. And uh, nothing gets me more excited about Disney travel than thinking about all the wonderful decorations that are up at the Disney parks this time of year. Although I will add this disclaimer at the beginning. Uh, 2020 is a crazy year. COVID has done so much damage to all of our travel plans and and life in general. And so it's with a heavy heart that I say that Disneyland is not open yet still. I know most of you probably are aware of that, but that means that the Disneyland decorations are not quite, uh, well, I guess nobody really knows if they're up. Uh, Maybe parts of uh, Buena Vista Street and uh, parts of downtown Disney are decorated, but one of the things I love looking at at Disneyland is the decorations in Cars Land, but we'll get to that later. So, uh, Chanel, here we are talking about holidays at the parks. I've kind of already alluded to decorations, and maybe we can chat about that, but uh, before we get into that, let me just ask you this. What is so special about holidays when you think of uh, going to the Disney parks? Like, what why why does the holidays seem like such a great time to go to the parks? Ooh, good question. Um, wasn't prepared for that question. Um, holidays at the parks. I think, you know, the Disney parks are just a magical place anyway. And then you layer on holiday fun and uh, holiday decorations, and it just goes up another notch. Um, and oftentimes the parks will have special... Um, programs going on for the holidays. Um, Again, this year being COVID, a little different um, than most years. And so who knows what 2021 will bring. But in years past, the parks would see things such as the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Um, During Christmas, there's all sorts of... um, you know, festive things. We particularly loved the, um, Epcot does the, um, festival of the holidays, uh, and also does food and wine festival, uh, prior to that. So those are just fun extras. If you can call them that, that the Disney parks have to offer. Um, Epcot does a candlelight processional. That's really beautiful that we, um, that we, watched uh one year so there's just lots of lots of fun memory making experiences and you put it together being there with your family or your favorite people um it just can uh really add up to a magical wonderful experience yeah i think you're right um one of the things that's definitely missing this year uh are some of those extra extra little add-ons that are at the parks you know, it still seems to be a pretty magical time at Walt Disney World, um, kind of living vicariously through everybody's Instagram posts and all that. Um, but it is missing things like the candlelight processional and some of the extras that you can add on at Christmas, you know, the Christmas party that goes on. We have to throw in a disclaimer. Chanel and I have never done the not-so-scary Halloween party. We've dev- never done the Christmas party. Uh, but I know a lot of people do those extra ticketed events, and they love them. 
Uh, so we would encourage you to consider that for maybe next year's trip. You know, if you're heading there next year, consider those things. But I want to say, like, the Candlelight Processional is probably one of my favorite things about Disney uh, as far as Christmas comes. Um, <clears throat> and this year, I'll put a link in the, the show notes. Disney actually um, has already posted on YouTube a a stream from last year's um, the 2019 Candlelight Processional, and I think it's hosted by Neil Patrick Harris, I believe, you know, Mr. Disney. Um, we were fortunate enough that when we went, uh, this is going back to 2010, when we went around the holidays uh, in the Christmas season, we got to see it read by uh, contemporary Christian recording artist uh, Stephen Curtis, Curtis Chapman. Chapman. So that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I've got some pictures of that. Maybe I'll post some of those. But let's uh, let's start talking about some of this stuff. Let's talk about the decorations because for us, I know we talk about this a lot. You know, just me and you. Uh, but the decorations are some of our favorite stuff. Why are you pointing at me? Because I want to ask the question: oh. What is our favorite holiday in the parks? Uh, I think it's probably May Day. What? Oh, that's not a that's not a thing. No. I mean, it's a thing, but. <laughs> They don't decorate for no. it, apparently. Our favorite, and we won't spend a lot of time here, because I think when everybody thinks holidays in the park, they're thinking Christmas time. And it's Christmas time right now as we're recording this, so that's going to be the focus of our podcast. But we have to say, our favorite uh, our favorite time to visit the parks, or our favorite sort of holiday season in the park, if you will, is actually fall. Yeah, yeah. They make for the best pictures, in my personal opinion they do we get lots of funny looks because everybody thinks what your favorite holiday isn't christmas in the parks well christmas is nice in the parks we've done that before christmas time we should say um but in our experience and in our opinion the fall decorations in the parks are just our absolute favorite so here's a little tip as we begin to talk about these things you know i do agree with everything that chanel just said and not because she pays me to agree with her but uh, I I want to mention, like, if you are traveling to the Disney parks and you need some help planning that, let's not forget our sponsor, who is actually ourselves, uh, that Vacation Co. We can help you plan a Disney trip. And one of the things that we would strongly suggest is if you're not a, like, if you're not a huge fan of, like, shoulder-to-shoulder people in the parks, that kind of thing, you know, and I know COVID's a little different right now with every all the things going on, but, like, just in general at the parks, Christmas, like the actual week of Christmas and like the actual week of Halloween and, of course, New Year's Eve at the parks, it is full of people. I think that's the times they actually hit capacity, like even beyond the COVID restrictions of 30%. That's when they're going to hit capacity. We've always gone kind of on the shoulders of the holidays. So when we go for like the Halloween time or the fall decorations, we typically go in September. And the time that we went to Walt Disney World for Christmas, it was actually the beginning of December. So that would be my suggestion for still getting to experience all the magic of the holidays and bypassing some of the crowds. Now it's Disney World. You're going to have crowds. You just have to kind of get used to that and and deal with that as as it comes. But that would be my tip for going and, and enjoying those times. But if for you and your family... You know, spending the the actual Christmas day at the park sounds like the most magical thing in the world. By all means, uh, we would be glad to help you plan that. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the fall decorations and um, and really, it 
we call it the fall decorations because it kind of encompasses both Halloween and Thanksgiving. And you can expect the decorations at that time to go up maybe mid-August. And they slowly start to come out. Like, it's not all overnight where it's just completely decorated in orange and brown and yellows and all those good things. But I love that it's a trickle. Yeah. So... On that note, you know, we went to Disneyland in 2017 with some good friends of ours, the Evans. Uh, and when we were there, you know, the the fall decorations were up already. Most most of the fall decorations were up. It was September, beginning of September. And, but as, well, as we were there, I noticed, like, the decorations, like, more decorations came each night. Yeah. And probably the coolest thing... <laughs> was, like, the first day that we went to, um, like, the Cars Land area. They didn't have quite as much up, but the second day we went to Cars more. Land. Okay, yeah, I think I there, remember It that. was, like, full-blown Halloween. Like, we went on Mater's uh, Junkyard Jamboree. Oh, yeah. The first time, it was just the normal it ride. Like, regular, it, it was yeah. It was just regular. The second time we went, it was all Halloween themed. It was the Monster Mash, and yeah, man, that was cool. Like that the, was fun. The, the lights, song changed, everything. the lights changed. It had that overlay or, or whatever, and uh, just completely different theming. And that was all within a day's difference. So you might go to the parks one day and see one thing, and you might go to the parks the next day and see another thing. So it's kind of cool to catch it in that transitional phase. But like Caleb said, the fall decorations start to go up about mid-August. And that goes through to the end of October. Um, the reason, I think one of the reasons that I love the fall decorations so much, and I'll say this and then we can move on to Christmas, but as you've probably heard us talk about before, our first time in the parks together, that is, so my first time ever to go to Disney World, Caleb's third time technically, but first time with me, and first time in a long time for him, was uh, toward the end of September and they had the fall decorations up. And if you know us, we talk about our first trip there as as, as if it were this magical unicorn of a creature because it was. Um, we just had the perfect trip. The weather was perfect. The decorations were perfect. The crowds were perfect. They were super low. And everything was just really, literally, just roses. Um, so the fanny packs were perfect. The fanny packs were perfect. Uh, we, I think we counted over 50 fanny packs that trip. Our, can, our fanny pack count was um, in full force. So um, that's why we love fall. Our first experience together at the Disney parks was in fall, and we just had such a wonderful time. We took so many great pictures. Um, we, that's why we just love fall in the parks. It just brings back so many great memories. So that being said, we'll move on to Christmas. I'll say this and I'll turn it over to Caleb. Just for your knowledge, um, the Christmas decorations begin to go up around the beginning of November. So they keep those fall decorations up through Halloween. Then around the 1st of November, 2nd of November, somewhere around there, they start to roll out the Christmas decorations. And again, it's usually a transition. So usually by the end of that first week of November, Christmas is in full force, um, and that's because people are coming from all over. Some people get real bajiggity about Christmas decorations going up early. I know I like to wait until after Thanksgiving, but I get it. 
uh, for the Disney parks, they understand that people are coming from all over the world, literally. And um, so they want to give people that larger window of being able to experience Christmas and the parks. So you will see Christmas decorations from the beginning of November until just after New Year. So that's a full two solid months worth of Christmas decorations in the park. Yes, very good. So Christmas in the parks, we experienced it back in 2010. And this was a wonderful trip. We stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter. And at that time, you might have called us crazy because we were living in Louisiana and staying at the Louisiana-themed resort. Um, Did I say French Quarter? Yeah, you said French Quarter. I said French Quarter. Wow. Yeah, we did not stay at the French Quarter. We stayed at Riverside. We only ate breakfast at the French Quarter. So, yeah, pardon me. We stayed at Riverside. It was a great resort, uh, a lot of fun. It was unreasonably cold. Uh, It was crazy, like, colder temperatures than normal in Florida. And, you know, I I must say for our listeners, it does get cold in Florida. It got down to 30, which maybe for some northerners you say, oh, pish posh, that's nothing. But 30 in Florida, it's I mean, it's a wet cold, so it really can sink in. So bring, watch the weather, pay attention. And if it says it's going to be in the 40s or below, um, be prepared to dress warmly because even in the 40s in South Florida can be pretty chilly. Yeah, so on that trip, uh, we had a great time. Uh, the Christmas decorations are unbelievably cool. Um, and we'll post some pictures of those. And you can actually scroll back uh, in our That Disney Hustle account on Instagram and see a lot more of those. We do tend to pull those out at this time of year. Uh, it, it's just so fun in the parks during that time. Of course, we went to Epcot first. And, you know, there's lots of fun festivities going on in Epcot. There's... Um, Man, I can't remember the name of the band that, like, it's a gospel um, band that's playing in the parks. Maybe it's like Joyful Sound or something like that. I'll pull it up and post it in the notes. But um, they're playing holiday music there. And I do believe up until, you know, COVID stuff, they still were and maybe still are. I'll have to check on that one. But um, yeah, one of the things that they did was they kind of showed the different holiday traditions in the World Showcase. So you go to each country and they kind of have a different expression of the holidays and, and, you know, depending on region, what they actually celebrate and all that good stuff. That's really cool. Um, The Norway Pavilion, the UK Pavilion, the Germany Pavilion during Christmas is really cool because it's kind of like stepping into one of those countries where Christmas is such a beautiful tradition. and, And so it's pretty, pretty special. Right. I'd say that those especially are incredibly magical at that time. Um, So like we mentioned earlier in this episode, uh, something that we actually stumbled upon this, and maybe Kayla probably knew about it, but uh, we were having dinner uh, just near the just near the stage area at um in World Showcase at Epcot and uh the candle night candle light not candle night uh candle light processional was going on like he said it was being um it was being directed that year led that year by Stephen Curtis Chapman and we just had the most wonderful time we had actually really good seats 
um, pr- well, pretty good seats. We we could see the stage pretty clearly and hear hear everything pretty well. We weren't up super close because we didn't purchase tickets or anything. But um, we were just eating our dinner and enjoying watching on, enjoying the. I believe the Christmas he was reading the Christmas story from the Bible, which surprised us. Um, but we really enjoyed we really enjoyed that. And uh, then see, hearing the choir sing, and um, it was just a wonderful surprise for me at least that we. Started Stumbled upon um, because I just wasn't expecting it at that time. Yeah, so it wasn't just Stephen Curtis Chapman that led it that year. He led it that week. Um, they usually do a kind of a you know a rotation of hosts, and and so oftentimes you might stumble upon somebody different. And each year it's a slightly different roster with a, a few people that they kind of hold over every year. I'm pretty sure Neil Patrick Harris has it like signed into a contract that he will do it every year for the rest of his life or something. Um, but it's a it's a really cool event, and um, you only have to pay for the ticket if you are doing one of those dining packages where you get like really good front row seating, and then you also have like either a dessert or a, a meal or something that's attached to it. Other than that, it's just kind of first come first serve. So you know the seats do fill up quickly though. Beam paying attention to that. Uh, one of the cool things that happened that year, um, we kind of considered like, okay, well, let's have like, even though it's before Christmas, let's do a nice, you know, Christmas meal together. We didn't have Olive yet, so it was just us, me and Chanel. And uh, we did a reservation at Magic Kingdom for the Liberty Tree Tavern, which is in uh, the Liberty Square area. And it is a really cool restaurant. I really like the food there. It is served family style, so you know it's it's all you care to enjoy. And I was looking at the menu today uh, just to refresh myself, but I did see something pretty cool up on there. You know, typically it's like turkey and roast beef and you know all the fixins that you would desire. Uh, but they also now have vegetarian vegetarian options. So uh, Disney has, in my opinion just kind of blown it out of the water with uh, all their options for uh, people who have just different eating preferences or um, diets and all that kind of stuff, dietary needs. And honestly, in my opinion, some of the vegetarian options and plant-based options are actually better tasting as somebody who is pretty much a carnivore, uh, better tasting than some of the other options that are in the parks. They've really put in a ton of effort on those vegetarian options. So right. they're very accommodating. And if you see, if you don't see something that you need, generally you can ask. Yeah. Especially at the, uh, especially at the table service restaurants, you can you can all, if you don't see something on the menu that's that you can have. Um, always ask somebody, and they're usually more than happy to accommodate. At our on our most recent trip, we had dinner with our good friends Lane and Chella at um, the Coronado Springs Resort there in the El Mercado, and uh, that's kind of their food court type area. You got a couple stations, four or five stations you can go to, and um, Chella was looking for a plant based option. I just wasn't seeing anything she really kind of liked, so she went up and talked to. Uh, I guess one of the cooks or chefs there, and they were super excited, and they created her something, and it was just, she really enjoyed it. It was great, and, like, they just, again, they they go so above and beyond uh, typical customer service, and at least in our experiences, uh, but yeah. 
So Liberty Tavern Tavern is a great place if you are there for Thanksgiving or Christmas time, somewhere around there, where you can have a great holiday family-style meal. It really kind of has that feel of like a Thanksgiving meal or a, a Christmas meal that you can share with your family. Yeah, so then we stepped out of the, the meal. I was, I was going to kind of share a little bit about the meal, but um, it, it, it just was like family-style, basically holiday festive food. It was like turkey and roast beef and mashed potatoes and gravy and rolls and all these wonderful things and green beans. And, and I can't remember all that was there, but it was, it was delicious. And again, it's all you care to enjoy. So if you're super hungry, you can ask Keep for more. Coming. Keep it coming. But we stepped out of the restaurant and right into the electric parade. Um, and that was pretty cool because we had never seen it before. And because when we walked out, um, it was basically... We were trapped. We, we, were, <laughs> we were basically trapped. Um, trapped in the best way. <laughs> in the best way. Disney traps you in the best way. It was the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, that year, they were running it at Walt Disney World. As some of you know, uh, it's not running right now. No parades are really running right now. But um, it goes back and forth from Walt Disney World to Disneyland at certain times. It makes a reappearance. They literally transport those vehicles that are in the parade all the way back across the country. But we walked out and saw the electrical Main Street Electrical Parade. So that was pretty cool and um, unique and festive and all that good stuff. So... Overall, I would say that our experience of Christmas at Disney World was pretty special. Um, just the memories of it, of course, are wonderful. Uh, and something that's become more of a thing in the last few years, even even more so than it was in 2010 when we went, is just all the offerings that they have for sweets and, and special snacks and food options that they unroll at the Christmas times or even, again, back to the fall time. Um, the different food items that they have during that. Of course, there's tons of merchandise specializing in the holiday flair. And we were watching another video from another Disney account uh, on YouTube the other day, and they were looking at different things in the parks. And I said to Chanel, I was like, you know, if I was, if I was a good graphic designer, and I'm not, uh, but if I was, I think I would like to be you know, involved in the design work for, like, all the merchandise, like designing T-shirts and stuff like that. That would be kind of fun. Uh, but I'm not, so, you know, whatever. They're not going to come knocking any time at my door. Uh, but it, they have so so many cool things that come out at this time. I will say about the snacks that come out, you know, cupcakes are usually pretty good and safe. But some of the items that come out, I think, are just designed for looks rather than taste. You know, it... it some of it is just so sweet and so, uh, uh, I don't know. It looks good on Instagram, but I'm not sure it, it 100% tastes all that good. That's probably why it was made. Just It was just an Instagram. Uh, they knew it was going to be an Instagram uh, opportunity, so they just oh, yeah. made Dis- it look good. Disney leans hard into the Instagram opportunities. Free marketing of all course, day long. Of course, of course. So, yeah, I guess that kind of sums up our feelings about the holidays at the parks. Um, the The ride overlays are fun, um, usually. I don't think we've ever had yeah. one that we didn't like. Um, you know, like, you kind of do some of the, like, classic rides, like Jungle Cruise now gets, like, a uh, an overlay. It's the Jingle Cruise. And I, I'm not so much sure so I would cute. like that one. 
it's cute, but I like my classic rides. Oh, but I, w- I would like it for the holidays. But I did love, you know, like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I loved that overlay. I love the overlay that I've seen on TV on the YouTubes for the uh, Alien Saucer Swirl. I like that one. Um, you just you you see little things all throughout the parks of not only the characters putting on their their either their Halloween costumes or their Christmas festive clothing. Um, but you see all sorts of overlays all over the parks, even, and even the entrances. I love, I love when they, you know, the entrances get their holiday theming and everything. Like I, f- I feel like when a, this last Disneyland trip we took in 2017, um, I remember Hollywood Studios, like you said. Um, I'm sorry, I'm saying Hollywood Studios, but I mean DCA, um, California Adventure. Um, the the entrance the one day didn't have it and then the next day we went it had its Halloween theming and it was just really cool so I mean they just know how to do it the entrances and everything get- and and I'll say at Disneyland and and DCA they they know how to do Halloween yeah. decorations like they go like, I, I think they're the best at it out of the two parks in the U S I, I think they do the best right. And like we said, Cars Land is just so cute and so clever. Um, it's just a cute and clever part of the park anyway. But then the holidays, it just really um, brings out the cleverness of the Imagineers in their decorating and the stuff that they come up with. So like we said, uh, the holidays are a magical, wonderful time in the parks. Um, if you can, it's a great way. It's a great time to get out there. If you're like us or, you know, like we said before, we're collectors of of holiday Disney park experiences and, and Disney park experiences. And if you haven't been during the holidays, you've got to go because it's just going to add to your collection of memories there. Um, it's more of that nuanced, um, just something different to a different season and a different time to experience the park. So we highly recommend. Yeah. And if you need any more tips on those kind of things, feel free to reach out to us at that vacation co. Uh, you can check us out online thatvacationco.com or on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search That Vacation Co. We would be glad to help you uh, plan a magical vacation and just uh, share our love of the parks with you. And uh, as always, that information and that planning uh, is no no cost to you. Um, Those type of things are no added cost. And uh, feel free to reach out to us. We are bringing you the most delightful destinations. We are That Vacation Company.